Hello, tennis fans, and welcome to our second podcast of 2018, although it's the one that we've been looking forward to since the second week of September, when Rafael Nadal beat, I forget who it was, <laughs> in the finals of the, of the U.S. Open. But anyway, we're just about three days away from, from two of the eight most important weeks in the Tennis Junkies calendar. As you know, the Australian Open is right upon us. But before we get to the tennis, I just thought we'd kind of do our little icebreaker uh, and, uh, and focus on something a little bit more important, which is if we were playing a game of Canadian doubles with any two Australians, who would you want in your court and maybe why? Yeah, so I guess Canadian doubles is two on one, and so I would uh, I would choose to play against uh, probably Mark Philip, no Patrick Rafter, and my partner would be I, I don't have the list in front of me, but I'm willing to roll the dice on any of his ex girlfriends being hot, um, and so that's probably that's probably my um, uh, that's probably my penis's answer. My my competitive instincts answer is probably Margaret Smith Court uh, pro- because uh, she has the most Grand Slams ever um, as a female, and she's probably like still good in her like uh, older years. And Sam Stozer's biceps, I would just feel like she she could kill me if she punched me in the face. Yeah, if like I hit the ball out, she'd just choke me out. What what do you think, Peter? Yeah, so Australia is pretty unique in that it's it has some of the all-time hotties on the male side, like Mark Wahlberg <laughs> and uh, Patrick Rafter are like second to none right there. I would. So you think uh, Australia is Pablo Carreño Bisto's favorite country? Rafter's man bun circa nineteen ninety-eight over over any male or female as one of the competitors in this Canadian doubles, and then in honor of my. Australian high school classmate who hated being confused for being from New Zealand. Um, maybe Russell Crowe, although <laughs> I'm not actually sure he's from New Zealand. He might be from Australia. So if Russell, Russell Crowe is actually Australian, then I'd go for um, uh, maybe um, Sam from Lord of the Rings. Sam <laughs> little, uh, I guess um, his little minion. Yeah, a hobbit is always um, a trusty choice. What about you, Mark? So, unlike you two, I, I've never had a guest appearance on, on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, <laughs> although I, I would certainly trade places with any of your courtmates that you've managed, particularly Patrick Rafter, circa pretty much any year of the last 30. And I do like your idea, Philip, because I think you'll have a pretty deep bench as well. You'll not only have you'll have about twelve people, and if somebody breaks a nail, you got like eleven to turn to. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna go back it's, to the nineties. It's 90s. like uh, it's like how uh, Muslims that go to like heaven or I forget what they call it are yeah, the are there with seventy two virgins. The seventy well sounds good. I'm, I think we're all getting a little distracted here, which is good. <laughs> but I, I would just I would go back to the nineties, you know, circa nineteen ninety one, nineteen ninety two. And, and I would have a good team. They'd, they'd be taller than I, so they'd, they'd be good at the overheads. But, but I'll take Al McPherson and Nicole Kidman. And, uh, and as a result, Patrick Rafter would probably be there, as well as Philippoussis, at least, you know, ready to jump in at any point. So, so, so you just don't care about tennis. Got so, it. So, I have a question. Would Jenny Bouchard count, even though she's Canadian, because she played doubles with Curios? Um. Yeah, sure. Why not? Because oh, yeah, like sure. we don't for want sure. we for don't sure. want to for give sure. Canada any props. Uh, she's Australian by injection, so yes. Okay, let's be more mature. So the reason we came here is to talk about the Australian Open draw, and uh, so what we did, each of us filled out a bracket, um, and we're just gonna talk about how we think the draw will go. So let's talk about the first quarter. Um, Starting with uh, Rafa's section. Um, so, does everyone have Rafa getting to the round of 16? I do. I, I, yeah, I mean, looking at his 16th over the draw, uh, I mean, Chorich has beaten him before, but Rafa's always laid the wood on him when it comes to, like, a, a, a major. Um, 
The only thing stopping Rafa from the round of 16 is his health. Yeah. Um, yeah, do we believe Rafa's knees are um, good enough to get, make a deep run? Yeah, if he makes it past the first two rounds, I think his knees somehow get stronger. So it's kind of the one of the... I think one of the, the champion uh, sort of privileges that they have, they seem to get a little... In most cases, they get a little healthier as, as the draw progresses. You know, if they can sort of make it past... So I, I, I certainly haven't been around the 16. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it'd fly that far just to just he, to get bounced. He got like such a light section. Like Jumer is probably the one of like the seventeen through thirty two seeds you just wanna see. Um Yeah, no, the they, only person I, who might totally, beat him is short. It does not get much easier than Rafa's draw. Yeah, which is a little bit scary because, like, he's just lost to Randos in the past. So, you know, who knows? Maybe Leonardo Mayer uh, can yeah. give him a run. But I just don't believe. Yeah, Roth is making the round of 16. Who's going to be his opponent in the round of 16? So I actually, I, I kind of went out on a limb here, but I, I have, unless I'm looking at the draw wrong, I have I have the, uh, the squash. And I think we accidentally left him out of the squash conversation we had before, but I have Alexander Dogopolov as his, uh, as sort of the Cinderella story of this side of the bracket. And I have him against Rafa in the round of 16. The dog. Okay. Um, the Ukrainian, um, he's got a man bun of his own, but I, I'm, I'm not a taker. I have Diego Schwartzman because I just have allegiance to every five, seven, uh, Jewish guy, Jewish guy with a Jewish last name, um, especially from Argentina, you know. Uh, and he also just had it. He was playing really well at at the U.S. Open. So, like, uh, I actually think he's on the rise. He's ranked 24 in the world, but I think he'll be he'll like improve on that ranking this year. I see him yeah. beating Isner. What do you think, Peter? I actually think this is a. Uh a toss-up between Isner, Schwartzman, and Dolgopolov. Dolgopolov is playing very well. Um, took Kyrgios to three in Brisbane, and um, he did well in the U.S. Open and lost to Rafa uh, one of the later rounds. Um, and he's, he's got a dynamic game, but he is a little inconsistent. So, And the fact is, Isner and Dolgopolov have to play each, get through each other, and so they have, like, two... They, have, they basically have, I think it's just a better shot that Schwartzman beats one of those two than that. Than yeah, the odds. Like, yeah, yeah, because they have like. Those two and then choosing them over Schwartzman. Yeah. Schwartzman. All right. Cool. I like it. And so who wins Rafa versus either Schwartzman, Isner, or Dolgopolov? I, I have Rafa beating all three of them. I yeah. do as well. <laughs> okay, so so we are all in agreement that Rafa makes the quarterfinals. Let's go. Let's go to the other half of the section, uh, starting with uh, Peter's favorite, uh, Pablo Carreño Busta. Does he make the uh, round of sixteen? Uh, round of sixteen. That's the round with Schwartzman. Yes, I actually do have him. Not because I totally believe in him, but because I think his draw is really weak. So like and Jill Simone actually won a tournament. Simone won the the Yun tournament. He got just wrecked the next I think that was just like a one shot wonder. You you don't think he's gonna Yeah, he's like too old to really like so rediscover. I, I think the we magic. sort of even though number ten in the world is too high for Karina Busta, he is very solid. Yeah. Um, like I don't think twenty in the world would be too high for him. And and that would be way too high for Simone. Yeah. I, I think also, like, Simone can really uh, frustrate a lot of guys with his playing style, but, like, Cranio Busta has a very similar playing style, and when you play a guy who has, like, your playing style, like, the better player usually wins, and Cranio Busta is better. Um, what about you, Mark? Who do you have in that yeah. round of 16? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm sleep-deprived or, or just... You know, more bullish on the older players, but I have carrying over a little bit of his Wimbledon magic. I think that uh, maybe he'll get to play on the grass court for a match or two, just because it'll be 
they'll have some rain, so it'll be a little limited. And Aussies love the grass. So I think you see where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. You're, so you you're, think you think the uh, his Christmas present infused him with confidence? <laughs> I think the Rogaine that you gave him, <laughs> a little extra grass. So, so you know where I'm going with it. You know, we, we've already referenced the '90s, so why not reference the '80s? I think Ben Stein. <laughs> uh, we're gonna make him. Uh, we're gonna make him Australian for, for the next at least for the next ten days. So, yep, Jules Mueller, uh, who will who will, who will advance advance further than anybody from Luxembourg so, ever has at the Australian Open. So, so, I, so you think? So Pablo Carreño Busto will, in all likelihood, play two Jillses in a row, which is <laughs> remarkably yeah. against the odds. You know. <laughs> there are only I two of them. Jaziri beating Muller because Jaziri uh, is pretty good. And um, Muller's just his first two tournaments of the year, he's been knocked out really early. Yeah. He may, may be like just too old now. No, I just think they're going to let him roid. He's going to get some. He's going to get. They're going to make. He's going to get some type of mulligan. I, I really. This is just a sleep deprived pick. <laughs> uh, but I think it's, it's, it's just a good storyline. Yeah. Know, this is one last send off present. Okay, this, so they, we have two Carreño Bustas, one Mueller. Let's uh, let's go back. Let's go down to uh, Chilich's section. Um, who do we all think Chilich makes the round of sixteen? I'm in. Yeah. Yes. Me too. Um, let's look at his section a little bit. Ryan Harrison um, is in there. I have him beating Cuevas because he I do as well. he did really well against um, he did really well in the first tournament of the season he beat Demenauer and lost to Kyrgios in the finals of I think Brisbane um, yeah that's that's like the only re- and then Cuevas he's not really a threat on hard court um, yeah that's kind of a light section for Chilich Peter what do you yeah, think Sosa can be a fighter um, so I mean so is it Brazilian Sosa or Portuguese Sosa? Because there are two Joao be the, Sousa's on the Portuguese. Tour. I think it's the Portuguese one. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's not as it's not as light as Rafa's draw, but it's pretty light. Like, he's the best player. He should get through. Yeah. Um, all right, so who wins between uh, Chilich and either Mueller or Carreño Busta? Well, if Mueller makes it, I don't even know if he makes it through the first set. <laughs> 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 so, I don't even see that match going three sets. I'm, go- I'm going for Silich. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I got Chilich. So who? So we have our first quarterfinal between Rafa and Chilich. Um, should we should we do that right now, or should we wait for um, all the quarterfinals and do them all together? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Take, I'm fine picking that match. Okay. Yeah. What do you guys think? I got Rafa. Mark, how many sets? How many sets, Peter? Oh, uh, four. Mark, what do you think? Rafa and four. Yeah, Good I say sets, though. very close. Couple tiebreakers. I say Rafa and three. Okay, round yeah. sixteen has been his boogeyman sometimes, or his yeah. albatross. But but maybe you know he's that. Uh, this is quarterfinals though. True, true, true. Sorry, sorry, you're right. So, yeah, rough and four. Rough is really good in quarter and semifinals. Um, yeah. That's a good segue. Um, so, we, we, we have Rafa going to the semis. So, none of us really think his knee is, like, a big enough issue. Um, I, I think it's a big – I think it's a real issue. But it's – it's. I mean, it's, like, hard to tell if it's a real issue. Right, like he beat team in a practice match yesterday, so that's good news. But like, he had to withdraw from a tournament. I think it's it's real, but it's like really hard to like if he plays. But not real enough for anyone other than like Federer or Djokovic to beat him. If he has to take him taken seriously, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, he also knows. I think he can put his legs up for a couple months after this tournament. You know, there's there's enough of a gap after this. Yeah, it's like okay, I can wait till May. And he uh, probably yeah. saw his draw and was like, "All right, like, <laughs> okay, I'm playing." <laughs> <laughs> probably help make the draw. That's that's <laughs> yeah. a Freudian slip there. Yeah. Okay, so let's do uh, let's uh, figure out who Rafa's opponent in the semis will be. Um, do, you, do we all have Grigor Dimitrov getting to the round of sixteen? 
Yeah, I think even if he didn't have as good a second half of the year as he had, just how well he did last year in Australia, something that would give him enough confidence. But take take both of those elements, and I think it makes him almost a shoe in. Okay. As Although Ferrer is like revived this this week at least in either Sydney or Auckland, I forget which one. And I want to flag the uh, Rublev Ferrer first round match. Dude, Ferrer is- Ferrer lost to Del Potro earlier today. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I'm flagging that one too. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a battle. But yeah, I have to meet Rob in the round of sixteen. Yeah, so do I. I think Rublev is like better. Is like actually legit though. So that'll be a really tough match. I think that'll be like similar. That'll be five sets. Okay. Yeah, and so, Songa section. Who do you have, Kyrgios or Songa? Yeah, I think it'll be a great match. I do have them in in the round of thirty-two, which is, you know, when, when you have two players who are so closely seated. Uh, I think the home court advantage, if Kyrgios makes it past the second round, I think he can go very far. And that would imply that he has already gotten past the second round. So, so I would have Kyrgios. It might go five sets. The fifth set might be a blowout. But uh, I would go with Kyrgios in that one. Uh, Peter, what do you think? I have Kyrgios as well. Um, he's another tough one to predict. But, like, I don't know. He played well in Brisbane saying all the right things. Uh, yeah, his, his firepower is against him. Yeah, I yeah, I agree with I agree with Kyrgios. Um, what yeah, somebody's uh there's oh that's Mark's at the airport, that's what the feedback is. Um, so one of these uh, one of the matches that'll be very interesting is the Stefanos Sitsipas, the Greek eighteen year old versus Denis Shapovalov. Um, the Canadian eighteen year old. Or Sitsipas might be nineteen. Um, but yeah, uh, two very promising stars from the next generation play each other in the first round. I have. Uh, who do you guys have winning that matchup? Yeah, you got to go Canada. I think he, he had a a good Grand Slam run before, so I think you just have to go with Grand Slam. You know, Grand Slam momentum there. So I go with the Canadian. Peter, I have the uh, one just because I think Shapovalov uh, may be having a little bit of a hangover from his his uh, breakthrough. Um, yeah. I think his future is bright, but I think he's. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he's sort of in a sophomore slump right now. Um, uh, whereas uh, Sitsipas has been having like um, pretty good results recently. So yeah, I have him him getting past Shapovalov and then uh, losing the Songa. And so who do we so who do we have winning uh, Kyrgios versus Dimitrov? Yeah, I have you both have Kyrgios? Mark, you have Kyrgios as well? I do, I do. I, I have him going to the semis. What, how, how many sets do you think that'll be? Kyrgios to me. Good question. I think, if, I think if it goes five, Kyrgios will lose if he has a long match before, so I think it has to go four. So I would say Kyrgios in four. He might lose the first set, and then I think he gets on the roll. Peter, what do you think? I don't see Dimitrov going down gently. I think it would be it'll be five, and I would bet. I would usually bet against Kyrgios in five, but in Australia, I'm betting on Kyrgios in five. Um, that'll be a barn burner of a match, though, because both are insanely talented. Um, what I like, Kyrgios is another one who I'm like hesitant on because of like injury issues. Like he's got that that like tape on the back of his right leg. Um, because of like knee and hammy issues that are that are I feel like not totally past him, um, so that's my only worry. But man, he when he's on, he's so good. Okay, yeah, I also have Curious winning. I think he's just having he's just in really good form, and he's saying a lot of the right things. And I think he like he's been inspired by Sverev, I think, and is just like. Uh, he also in the in the uh, tournament that he won, um, I think it was Brisbane. 
he lost the first set in uh, like his first three matches and ended up winning those matches. So he's like shown a little bit of resilience that he had. Like a lot of times in the past, I think if he lost the first set against someone he should be beating, he would like uh, be a baby about it and just like throw in the towel. I think he's like ready to compete now. Um, but I don't know. It would be a very curious thing to do to like lead us on and then to just like. Uh, and then to crash out, but yeah, I think we we both we all three believe in Curious in the quarterfinals. Um, let's see who um, Curious's opponent will be uh, in uh, Kevin Anderson's section, our Safari Guide section. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, do you guys have Anderson making the round of sixteen? I do. I think some people will confuse him for a Aussie or at least for a Kiwi. <laughs> so I think that between you know, some good safari guiding on his days off. Uh, the fact that he, Australia might adopt him because he's like a tall version of Hewitt. He also looks like an and, emu, uh, which is like very Australian. <laughs> <laughs> all, of the, all of the above aforementioned reasons, I do have him around the 60. <laughs> okay. Um, you're going against your like instinct to select French players, Mark. Uh, I have Luca Puy. Uh, or as uh, you you affectionately call him, pool. I, I do as well, actually. I think the perfume he got for Christmas is really going to take him <laughs> over the top. And um, my hesitation with that is that he did lose a tiebreak tens to Rafa ten to one um, the other day. But I don't know if you can read too much into it because Djokovic also lost to Hewitt. Um, I have Kevin Anderson losing to Kyle Edmund. Uh, not really because I think Kevin Anderson's like I think Kevin Anderson's fine. I just think Kevin uh, Kyle Edmund is like on a roll and very good in the first round. Interesting. Was he the one? Did he go down with like some like ankle thing against Dimitrov? Is that? Did you guys see the meme of Dimitrov like jumping over the net to see if like his opponent was okay? Oh no, I, I did not. Okay, yeah, that that was my hesitation with Edmund. I think it was Edmund who he was <laughs> playing, but um, he has had some like good like results. So um, way to go out on limb. I have Anderson winning that match. Um, I have Anderson getting the third round and then losing to Pui. Um, so we have two Pui's, one Anderson. Uh, what about in the sock section? Um, does uh does this uh does Jack Del Sock um get to the round of sixteen? Sorry, I must have looked at the draw wrong. I I had Anderson against Pui in the round of sixteen, but if they play in the round of thirty two, then I have Pui. Okay, you have Pui. So, what uh, yeah, I'm with you guys there. What about what about the Jack Del Sock section? Then I do have him. You do. Yeah, so I think for around the sixteen, yes. I think uh, in Auckland, um, uh, John Martin uh, of the Colt um, got really upset by one one of his syllables being removed, and uh, <laughs> there was sort of a curse that was set on Jack Del Sock uh, as a result. He lost in the like the first round, either first <laughs> or second round. Um, Thanks a lot. It's just because now he has to wait a little longer before he serves. Yeah. So that's all. It's just it's an adjustment. It's an yeah, adjustment, like, especially with the new like, shot clock. Um, there'll just be like even less time. It'll be like crunched from both ends, you know? It's like, you know, when, when Mike Stanton became Giancarlo Stanton. It took him a couple of years <laughs> to get, you know, just, again, he had to wait, wait longer for the first pitch. So same thing here. He'll adjust. <laughs> okay, so let's look at Sox section. So there's Cole Schreiber, who... I, I have Cole Schreiber going to the round of sixteen. Yeah, that's actually a good. So that's a good call. And I think he's he's looking a little chubby actually. Like I think he's like, like, I think he was just like on cloud nine after the end of the season, and is gonna doesn't quite have the same like competitive juices. Yeah, that I he did bet. I bet he's the player in the locker room who can drink the most beers in one night. <laughs> he just sort of has that, like, Nebraska frat boy look. Like, I think he just would crush the fraternity life. I bet um, Chilich could pretty well. Oh, yeah, good call. 
yeah. think I think Benoit Pair can, can put some down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got that beard. <laughs> yeah. And I think Isner, well, no, Isner's getting better. It's just he would always win at beer pong. Just because he was already, his hand was already over. Yeah. Now he has to play on the same side as his wife. But so, yeah, I think you're probably right there. Yeah. Okay. Djokovic just like randomly just being really talented at drinking. Yeah. Although, actually, never mind. Probably not. He's got that thing going. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll go with the Americans for now. Uh, the Americans and Australians are the known for being like the heaviest drinkers, or like just the the countries that just have binge drinking as like something that's cool rather than something to be avoided. Um, <laughs> you're, you're overlooking the Irish. Oh yeah, the Irish and the British. So so the English, the Anglophone countries. The thing is, America's created more excuses to drink. Because yeah. we have. We have more collegiate sports. Yeah, that's so, true. Between college football, basketball, lacrosse. I mean, I don't even know. I, I don't know about you guys, but I have some friends who went to particular schools like your own. You know, they go up for those the college lacrosse, Final Four. I don't ever think they see any minute of lacrosse. They just go up for three days of drinking. <laughs> and I think that's kind of like with college hockey, too. So, in that sense, I... Maybe I'm just dredging up my past, but but I feel like we, we, we're more, you know, we're more resourceful when, when it comes to creating drinking opportunities. Yeah, yeah. The Americans Americans are uh, are second to none, I think. Um, so who wins between Pui and either uh, Del Sock or Cole Schreiber? Yeah, I got Pui. I I had him in the even with my slightly botched up draw. I have him in the quarters. Yeah, I have him. I have him in the quarters too. Um, so then, Curios versus Pui. Uh, I had Curios, but I think one of the like most curious things to do would be to like beat Dimitrov <laughs> and then lose to Pui. So I think I might. I'm, I'm going to stick with Curios, but I will not be surprised if that happened. Yeah, that's I mean, Curios. Yeah, so both of you have curios as well. I do, but but listening to you, that's a very that is you, you called it perfectly. It would be an extremely <laughs> curious thing to do. It's like go up two sets and then lose that match. <laughs> yeah. and then just go up, like, like two sets, three one on like, match point so against them, like either double fault on purpose, like like serve both balls into the stands, or like not even go for the return. Um. <laughs> I've never seen somebody serve both balls into the stands. I would love to see that, actually. I'm looking at either Tomic or Curios for that. All right, so do we do the semifinals all together, or should we do the Rafa versus Curios match right now? No, let, let's let's go to the other half, and then we'll do the semis. Okay, so who wins? Uh, in, does team make the round of 16? I don't have him there. You don't? Who do you have beating him? Let me go to you guys for a second. I just had to switch places in the airport, so I'll look at my list for a second. Okay. Yeah, I have team in the round of 16. Um, Manorino has been, like, playing well, like, in the last six months, but, like, I don't think good enough to beat team in the best of five. What do you think, Peter? Yeah, I'm not confident in team, but I do have them there because I'm not confident in anyone else in this section either. Um, I have them going to the round of 16. Yeah. Um. Let's see, so Mark, you didn't have a team in the round of sixteen. I just I somehow managed to just lose my draw. <laughs> I, I know I had Fed, Fed and Lopez. I'm sorry, I'm showing my hand. I had Fed and Lopez at the top of the draw. Can Can you just remind me who, who are some of the other players in the bottom of the draw, and then I'll remember. Um. So in team section, there was uh uh. Steve Johnson, Yuri Vesely, Philip Krajinovich, Adrian no, Manorino. Who are the other who are the other seeded players in this side of the draw? And so and to get to get to the round of sixteen, the seed he would have to play is uh Adrian Manorino. Okay, now I have I must have him then. I don't yeah. think I have him past that, but I have him. Yeah. Okay. And then uh what about stand section? Peter, what do you think? Uh 
Yeah, I got Stan uh, taking out Batista Agu. Um, yeah, I don't know. I it's, actually, it's, you can see Stan in the draw, and it's really hard to bet against him. I have Batista Agu uh, taking him down. Because Batista, I have, Stan, I have Stan in the quarters. So okay. I, I know I have. Yeah. So you have Stan beating team in the next round. I do. I do. I had him in the quarters, unless I'm remembering my draw or draw incorrectly. I'll, I'll That's a really nice I... excuse you've built in. I I don't see my draw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I have Batista Goo beating Stan and then losing the team. So I have team in the quarters. I have Stan in the quarters. Uh, I, I just I don't know Batista Goo. I saw him live at the French. I saw him yesterday on TV. Um, his second, his his serves are so weak. Like his lack of firepower is is uh. I just don't see him beating like a healthy Stan. Yeah, I just don't think Stan is fully healthy. Like I don't see him beating a healthy Stan either. But like, if he, I think Stan is own, he doesn't he. He won't be. Him. Uh, I I would be surprised if he like really brought it to this tournament. I think we'll be seeing the real Stan in like June or July, but not before then. I think if he gets past the third, like the second or third round, then like that, then then you like you just like get sharper after that. Uh, assuming you have the fitness, like I don't think he has like the fitness in it. Like a knee injury makes it hard to like run you know yeah but you saw those like training videos on com, and he was like on the court in monte carlo like training all the time with with uh dimitrov and the zverevs and stuff and he's been getting in his reps yeah so if stan is healthy he'll probably make the quarters i think this is one of the great mysteries about this tournament like we will see is stan healthy or not i don't think he's fully healthy and i have a team getting to the quarters Cool. All right, so who's his, uh, Who's his? let's check out who his opponent is. Does everyone have uh, Djokovic getting to the round of 16? Yeah, I think I'll actually benefit from the tough competition in the beginning. I think it just it forced him to to make that judgment call of how hard he wanted to train, and and I, and I think he'll be well-seasoned, so I do have him in the round of 16. Yeah. I mean, I think that second-round match will be a good match. He may lose a set. Against I don't Malfis. think Malfis's mind is totally... You know, as, as as strong as it was two years ago. So, so I do have the joke, and he plays so well in Australia. Yeah, I think Djokovic is something like eleven and zero against Monfils. Like he's like, Monfils has never beaten him. Um, and so, I, like, I think even if he's not one hundred percent, like, just the mental edge will carry him through. Uh, one surprise I have in this section is I have Jared Donaldson taking down Albert Ramos Vinolas in the first round. Um, yeah, that too. You had that too. Yeah, I think though. Uh, I think Malfis is getting like a really tough draw just because he won. Didn't he win? Like he um, won in Doha. Yeah. And like, see, he's playing well. He's trying to like resurrect himself this year. But man, I just do not see him beating Djokovic. Yeah, um, that's a that's a tough ask. Yeah. So Djokovic in the round of sixteen. Uh. And who will his, I guess, Sverev is the next one. We have both Sverevs in this section. Uh, how do you guys think this uh, section will play out? Yeah, I, I have him against uh, Alexander Sverev. Alex Sverev? Yeah. yeah Although I think Hyun Chung is somebody nobody wants to play. Yeah. Alex Sverev is also someone nobody wants to play. And Sverev, Sverev is motivated he wants um, to do well in Grand Slams. He did well in Australia. He played very well, even though he lost early uh, to Rafa last year. He's good in Australia. Like, Zverev is, is a good pick, a solid pick, I think. So, in that section with Chung versus Misha Zverev and then Kokonakis versus Medvedev, how do you guys have that playing out? Because that's, like, an interesting section. Yeah, I have Kokonakis getting, winning two matches. Okay. Yeah. That's a and I like it. Yeah. He is in Australia. 
Um, but I, I have Chung just because, like, he's on a roll. I think he's just so confident after winning that next-gen championship. Yeah. I have Chung, and then I, I have Chung beating Medvedev in the second round because Medvedev has been... He's in the finals of a tournament this week. Um, yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of Medvedev. Uh, I mean... Uh, I'd like to say it's not just because he's Russian, but I can't like fabricate another reason off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I have, I have, so I'd like to see uh, Kokonakis win, but I think Medvedev is probably better right now. And then I have Chung beating Medvedev, and then Sverev getting to the round of 16 where he plays Djokovic. And that's a big match. What do you guys, what do you guys think is going to happen I- there? Yeah, I have the Joker in that match. Peter? I do as well. Yeah, I think I we all... If he gets that far, then he'll win. Yeah, we all have Joker in the round of 16 match. Yeah. Like, with Sverev, Sverev could win. I just think, like, uh... I won't believe it until I see it, you know? Joker, Joker will be the person I, ch- I I will choose to have Joker beat Sverev in a Grand Slam until Sverev actually takes him down. He took him down in Rome, but, like, I don't know. I feel like Australia's different. Um, yeah, Djokovic, I think he's... It'll be interesting to see. Djokovic is the biggest question mark in the draw, but, like... Uh, yeah, if he's anything, if he resembles his like his former self, then it's hard to bet against him. Yeah. So Joker versus either Stan or Team. Who do you guys have winning? Mark, who do you think? Do you think uh, Joker takes it? Uh, Mark just cut out on us. Um, Peter, what do you think is going to happen in that? I got um, I got Djokovic winning. Djokovic beating Stan. Yeah, um, I have Joker getting to the uh, getting to the semis as well. Um, which, yeah, that so we we're all in agreement. We have the same semifinalists right now, which is like a little bit interesting because um, it doesn't seem like an, it's not an easy draw to pick. So we'll all be wrong in the same places, I guess. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. so I'm not like the most confident in the semifinals, but like I don't know, I think it's it's I would be less confident than any other semifinal picks. Yeah. Um okay, let's just go on and Mark will uh Mark will rejoin us in a second. Um All right, so uh the Federer quarter so, Goffin, do do you have him getting to the round of 16? Goffin? Uh, yes, I do. Mark, are you back? Yeah, I have him in the round of 16 as well. You have David Goffin, our, our Belgian. And what are you going to, uh, what will be his, like, present for when, if he get? will you, like, buy him a video game or something if he gets to the round of 16? Yeah, and Pat Rafter will sign an autograph for him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, uh... He's probably the worst. He's probably the worst heavy drinker in in the draw. <laughs> Although Belgium is known for its beer, yeah, I, I see him like really punching and pounding above his weight. Um, Mark, who do you have in this in the other semi between Djokovic and Stan? You say who I have? I I had Djokovic winning that match. Yeah. Okay, so the so the two of us. Yeah. Okay, so we have Goffin. So his section, uh, he's got a pretty light um, road to the round of 16. I guess Fognini uh, has given people trouble in the past, but I I don't know. I think we're all confident in Goffin to get past Fognini. Um, and what about, uh, do we think uh, Del Potro uh, makes it to the round of 16? Yes, for sure. And then some. Yeah, John Martin. John Martin of the Colt. Um, that's what <laughs> his name is in English. Um, yeah, but I think he's really taken to his. I mean, I think he really wanted his syllable back, um, and he's playing really well in Auckland. Um, 
So, yeah, um, Martin Del Potro. Um, what I will say is that he has two He has two strong youngins in his section. Like, Tiafo first round, first of all, that's just, like, tough on Tiafo. Tiafo just keeps getting tough draws. Like, he got Federer in the U.S. Open. No, he got Sver- um, he beat Zverev in the U.S. Open. Oh, Zverev. He, he had Federer. I, mean, I don't know. He's played Federer before in the first round. Um, and... But uh, also, Alex Dimonor yeah. is um, he's playing lights out right now. Do you have him beating um, Burdich? I have him beating Burdich. Yeah, so do I. I have him beating Burdich in pair. Uh, yeah, he's playing really well. Like, if you watch him play, he is just so fast. Yeah, and he, he knows how to hit that inside-out forehand in the backhand down the line. Yeah, his forehand is fierce. He just hits the ball hard. And then there's also Kachanov in this section, but Del Potro beat him this week in New Zealand, so I see him doing it again. Yeah. So okay. so, so, what do you think, uh, David versus Goliath in the Del Potro-Goffin match? Who do you guys have winning that round of 16? Goliath. Goliath? You have Del Po? Yeah, I, I, got, I got David. Um... I feel like he's just better than, than, I, at least me in the than I've given him credit for in the past, and I just think he's really good. Uh, I think he's more solid than Del Potro. Yeah, so I think it'll be an extremely close match. But um, this is my hot take. Um, I project. Um, I mean, he's on, like he's on the growth curve um, to do this, like within like a day or two. I think he's going to discover masturbation in, like, the night before, like, his, the night or two nights before his uh, Del Potro match, and I just think uh, he'll just be too tired, and Del Potro will win in three. Wow. That is, that's, that's, that's being very bold in, like, the timing (laughs) of him discovering masturbation. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's uh, a delicate thing. It's just like all of the data suggests that this will happen. <laughs> all right, Mark cut out again, so we're just gonna keep going. Um, okay, so and then the query section. Um, do we both have query, query or Rainich? What do you think? I got Milos. Give Milos. I have Query. Milos lost to Demenauer in in straight sets, but Query also lost in the first. Like neither of them is like on a roll. Yeah, I guess but neither. Neither. I think Query could lose first round to Lopez. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think when they're both playing well, Milos is better. Yeah. Are there any like uh, potential unseeded players uh, getting to the sixteens uh, from this quarter? That's another thing. Like, I think Lopez, maybe. But other than that, like, nobody really stands out. Yeah, Jordan Thompson is another one who has game and is Australian. So he might... Yeah, he's, he could be. But I just don't see him beating Milos. Yeah, neither do I. I have I have Query. Um, I, I'm not sure. What was... Uh, I, I, I think this is more of, like, a wishful pick than, like, in... Like, I just... I just don't want to watch Milos past, you know, a certain point. Um, and what is that point? Uh, the first point. Like, <laughs> he's the only player who, you know, if... Uh, I, I don't want him to get injured because I don't want anyone to get injured, but, like, if he, you know, like were disqualified on the first point for, like, uh, doing something, doing something dumb, like, that would be awesome, you know? Um, yeah. I would say about Federer, too. What do you say? I, I would be stoked if Federer got disqualified. Yeah. That would just be, that would be so out of character. Anyway, this is Federer. That was a good segue because we're on the Federer's quarter or section. Um, we both have him in the round of sixteen, right? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, Gasquet has never threatened Federer before. Uh, everyone else in this section, I guess Hasse has been playing well, but he's not going to beat Federer. Um, Federer would have to get injured to not make the round of 16. Yeah, Federer's too good. And yeah. then Federer is going to crush Rayonich in, or Query in, this, in, the, in that round, too. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter who makes the round of 16 between Query and Rayonich or anyone else because Federer is just going to steamroll. And so we have Federer versus either Del Potro or Goffin. What do you think? Uh, Federer. Although these are two guys who have given, have historically given, have recently given Federer more trouble than pretty much anybody else. And so I'm happy that these are the two guys who are most likely to play Federer in the quarters. Yeah, like Del Po beat him in the U.S. Open. Like I don't think Federer was 100% um, with his back in that match. And Del Po, like, he really dug deep to win that, um, and I but just then lost to him twice later that that year. Like Federer is still better than Del Potro. Yeah, yeah, that was more of an outlier than like the story, you know. So yeah, and beat him in the year end tournament. Yeah, yeah, he beat him in in the Nitto. Um, yeah. And so it's okay. So we have Federer versus Djokovic. And we have Nadal versus Kyrgios. So who wins Nadal versus Kyrgios? I got Nadal. Uh, it's more of, if those two actually play each other, I would be very nervous for Nadal, and I actually might think Kyrgios would win. But I just think it's more of a sure thing that Nadal will get to the semis than I do that Kyrgios will get to the semis. And so um, I think Nadal is the safer bracket pick. Yeah. That's a, that's sort of my logic with picking Nadal. Um, the other is like, yeah, like if if it's Pui in that section or if it's Dimitrov, like, uh, um, like I, yeah, I just think Nadal is is better. Like if his knees if his knees hold up, like uh, Nadal has the experience. Nadal really just has had a really good draw so far. Um, yeah. Whoever surfaces from the Kyrgios section will have to have played like two or three hard matches in a row. Like I just see them being less fresh than the doll. Yeah, like Kyrgios. Yeah, I'm not sure he has the stamina for like uh, six best of five matches. You know, um, yeah. Dimitrov would be the toughest semi. Like I just really hope that doesn't happen for the second year in a row. Just because, yeah. yeah. Who do you have winning the Djokovic versus Federer? Uh, similar logic. If they actually play each other, I think it's anybody's game. But I think Federer is a lot more likely to actually make it than Djokovic is. So I have Federer winning. Yeah, I, I have Federer winning too. I've, I just don't think... Uh, even if... like I just think Federer is probably better right now than Djokovic. Like, I don't... I'm not sure Djokovic is like has his full intensity that he had back when he was dominating. And, like, even even if he's fully healthy, I just think Federer is, like, in a better place mentally and but, will, uh, will win like, the match. If, if Djokovic makes it to the semis, think about how much mojo he will have built up. Like, he'll be this year's, like, story. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, maybe his intensity isn't the same, but... His motivation, if he actually makes it there, like I could see him being like playing very inspired. Yeah, but we both think Federer is gonna. We both have picked Federer, and so we have a Rafa versus Roger rematch. Uh, is it gonna be a dream or a nightmare? What do you think? I picked Rafa. Yeah, so did I. Because I, because I want it. I just want it too much, but uh. Also, it's another, like, bracket pick. I just think Rafa's more likely, like, has the easier... He's more likely to be there in the first place. And so, um... Uh, he's more likely to actually win it. Yeah, I think uh, Federer is going to have a, both a tougher uh, quarter and semi. Um, and so, he might be the one who's, like, feeling a little... Feeling it a little more in the legs going into the match. Um, I also think Rafa just... He really cares about Grand Slam totals, even if he's not saying it. And um, he does not want to lose 
like a fifth match in a row to Federer and um and like he's been in the Australian Open final like 2014 against Djokovic he was up a break in the fifth and lost uh against Stan he like got injured when he was like the clear favorite and then last year against Federer he was up a break in the fifth and lost um yeah, he like I I I think he really wants a second Australian Open. Like he wants to be the first player ever to win a double Golden Slam, and this might be his last chance. Like uh, seeing how his knees are doing, um, and so I think he's really yeah, gonna bring it. I agree with this tournament. He wants more than any other tournament. Yeah, um, I think, yeah. But, yeah, so like if they're in the finals together, I think it's it's really tough to like bet against. Rafa, um, but there are huge question marks around his body. Like he might not even get to the third round. Um, yeah, and that's the that's what's tough about this tournament in predicting it. Like there are just so many people from like Rafa to Stan to Djokovic to Kyrgios even who you just don't trust their their health. Yeah, this tournament is really shrouded in mystery. Like, uh, we'll say is that it's much better to be the number one seed than the number two seed in the Australia, or at least uh, be on like the number one seed's half of the draw rather than the number two seed's half of the draw. Because I think the way the semis in the Australian Open work is that the is that like they're played on different days, right? Like, yeah, that semi was a day earlier than the dolls last year, and that happened in 2009 as well, when Nadal was the two seed. And so, um, the, the person rising from the second seeded player's half, um, is just at a disadvantage. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point and something I hadn't thought about, but yeah, they need to fix that at some point, but hopefully not this year because our guy is on, on the good side. Um, Cool. Well, yeah, that that wraps up our uh, podcast. It's it's a shame that Mark couldn't um, couldn't make it all the way through the draw with with us, but uh, we'll hear from him about who he's picked um, next week. And uh, yeah, if you've gotten this far, thanks for listening. Um, we've had a lot of fun, and I hope you've had fun listening to us. Um, so yeah, um, enjoy the Australian Open and have a good rest of the weekend.